just my thoughts and i'm your host mika reeve so what's good y'all uh let's see what have i been up to um i actually appreciate a lot of feedback that i got from last week's episode uh i got a few text messages and messages um saying how they were glad that i shared that story and so uh i was glad that you guys um enjoyed it i was really nervous about it i almost i i don't i recorded it i think on saturday and i almost deleted it multiple times but um yeah but it's all about just putting yourself out there so i was happy that uh you guys received it well um let's see other than that what have i been up to uh this week i've been i watched quite a few movies so i never went to the theater to see batman um and you know batman got mixed reviews but uh i sat through the whole three hours and i enjoyed it it was it wasn't that action-packed but it was a really good mystery movie i felt like um so i appreciated that i liked uh the actors in it um i saw this week they announced it's going to be a sequel so i'm i'm here for that it was long as hell though i'm glad i watched it at home because i couldn't imagine watching it in a theater I was supposed to go to the movies this weekend, but I might go next week on Mother's Day, maybe. I want to see either uh, the Harry Potter movie, which is, it's like a prequel, so I think it's Dumbledore's story, Um, even though it didn't really get good reviews, so I don't know if I should wait till it come on HBO, but, um, or the Northman movie, that looked really good. I'm into, I'm into those type of movies, so I wanted to go see one of those, but I think next week, um, Doctor Strange 2 comes out. So I might see if I can get tickets to that. I know that that movie's probably going to be really packed. The last couple of times I've been inside the movie theater since the pandemic, um, it's been pretty chill. Like we were spread out um, and it wasn't really crowded. I'm trying to think the last movie I saw. Uh, oh, I saw Spider-Man in the movie theater. And it actually wasn't, um, the time that I went, it wasn't too crowded. So it wasn't too bad. Um, and let's see. Uh, I decided to read um you know the show on netflix bridgerton where that originally was a book and it's a series so i think it's like eight or ten books in a series so i was like well let me just read it because i'm always curious when i watch something like how it shapes up to the book so i started book one which is duke and i I just finished that this week i really really enjoyed it i plan on reading um all the books um so i i checked it out from the library on my kindle so I planned on, so I put a hold on the second book. So that's going to give me time because it's a few weeks out. So it's going to give me time to read some other stuff while I wait for that second book to pop up in the library. But um, I started reading this book called The Arrangement. And uh, I think the author name is Kirsten Moglin. And uh, I heard it's really good. I don't know what to expect. Um, I don't know what to expect, but it already started. And it's basically about this white, this, this married couple and they've been married for a long time had kids and they're kind of at a point in their marriage where it's going kind of stale and the wife suggested you know with her trying to um save the marriage she was like well maybe we should open it up so i'm at the beginning where they're they're deciding to open it up so that's where i am in the uh in the book um so so far so good so i'm gonna try to get some reading in tonight maybe watch some nba playoffs um but other than that you know i've you know, still been trying to just make my way back out into the world, get into a new normal, spend time with my friends, um, you know, and just try to work on some happy. I'm looking forward to Mother's Day. We're getting together as a family and we're going to a winery here um, outside of Charlotte. So that should be really fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. But other than that, 
I haven't really been up to much. Um, I also want to remind you where to find the show just in case we have any new listeners. Definitely pop into the other episodes and take a listen. Um, but you can find the show streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. I'm pretty sure you can find the, you know, it's just my thoughts. So definitely follow the show, rate the show. That's really important. And, you know, if you enjoy the episode, suggest it to somebody else. So, um, you know, we continue to get the listens on the show. They're greatly appreciated. So today, um, I'm not going to do a thought of the week. I figure we haven't had an all hot topics episode in a while. So I figure we'll just do a hot topics and just talk about some things going on and, uh, and just catch up. So let's just roll into the mantra of the day. Today's mantra, I am intentional, I am vibrational, I am powerful, I am magnetic. I like that one. Uh, I think that's one you could honestly put like up on your wall or put, you know, at your desk at work or something like that. Because sometimes it's good to give yourself those reminders because I, I think it's, uh, I think all of us have moments of self-doubt or, you know, just um, negative thoughts. So sometimes it's good just to remind yourself you know, just how powerful you are, how wonderful you are. So I really like that one. All right. So today we're going to roll into the deep dive and we're going to go over some hot topics. So let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So today for a deep dive, uh, let's see, I have a few things catch us up on. So the first thing is, have you guys seen all the stuff going on with Trey songs? So I think I talked about this uh maybe some episodes ago i talked about the WBA player that pressed charges against him saying that he raped her um i'm not really i think that one was actually dropped recently i'm not really sure or, or something happened in court but i think that one was dropped so now it's new allegations and here's the thing i personally think that trey Sons is a creep it's no way that you have this much smoke and it's not fire somewhere. And I, I would believe that for anybody. Like, I don't think that it's a whole set of women that's just lying on you because it's too many, you know? Um, and so with this one, uh, he was out at a club and this actually was caught on camera and it was a white girl. And he basically literally pulls down her, her top, exposes her boobs and, you know, screams out, um, you know, that it's boobs out and, you know, kind of jingle him a little bit. Um, she's suing him for $5 million. Uh, he's probably going to lose that, obviously, because it's video of him doing it. Um, there's also another one that's out right now. I'm not really sure what's taking place with that one. I'm not sure if she's suing him or did she press charges on him? Um, I think she pressed charges on him. I uh, should have looked that up. But basically with that one, uh, the girl was actually his girlfriend at the time. And she said that she met him at a party and at the party, he took her to a room in the party. I'm not sure it was at his house. And I guess he had asked her for anal sex and she said no. When she said no, he then in turn, um, basically forcibly took the sex from her. She said that he basically, uh, ripped her jeans off and forced himself upon her. Um, she did go and get a rape kit and so, and that also came back and showed that she had a uh, visible, um, like, you know, tearing in her anus and assault down there. Um, so I'm not sure what's going to come in regards to that, but I was listening to, uh, Demetrius Lucas podcast. She talked about this a little bit. And, um, she also talked about, um, Rory, um, from Rory and Mal, who used to be on the Joe Budden uh, podcast. And, um, he talked about recently how Trey Song's 
like he has even heard from women about Trey songs and that one day when there's going to be a documentary released on Trey songs and it's going to be worse than R. Kelly because that's how much of like a notorious basically allegedly allegedly I should say a notorious like you know creeper that he is so I don't know man like you know it's scary because you know like I said the one lady was dating him and she still was a victim of something you know allegedly with him and for me like I'm just I just hate that you know because I think with women like we have to always think about how to protect ourselves all the time to the point that I feel like sometimes you can't even really have fun out and about because you're like I know for me you know I'm always like keeping my head on the swivel and you know, making sure that we're safe. And if I go out, you know, even when I was younger, if I went out to a party or something, like I didn't put my drink down, I didn't drink too much where I could be in any kind of way, uh, you know, unable to, to leave or something like that. And, um, I, and I'm still like that. Like I usually only really, if I was to get drunk, like I only really get drunk at home. Um, anywhere else I I don't, uh, because I want to always make sure I have my bearings about myself. And so, um, I don't know. I just hope that, you know, justice comes to, uh, you know, these ladies. I do think the one that's suing him for five million, she's probably going to win because he is a video showing that he, um, did take out her boob and expose her boob and all that stuff. So I, I don't get it. Me personally, like, I don't, I don't get what goes on in somebody's mind to where they become creepers. Like, obviously I think it's some kind of like mental issue or something because you're, you're a celebrity where you probably could just, you know, get pussy if you asked for it. And like, I really feel like you probably could from anybody. Um, Trey Stone's not a bad looking guy at all. And I don't get like why you feel the need just to take it. You know, if somebody say no, um, then that's what that means. And I mean, I'm, I'm in a relationship and I still fully believe in consent. You know, if, if they say they don't feel like it or something like that, like I'm not going to go and just take it anyway, because you know, this is, this is a requirement of you or something like that. And so I never understand like, people mindsets in regards to stuff like that like I don't I don't get it I don't get where it comes from um and I definitely think that he needs to get some kind of help in regards to that because how do you get off from that like if somebody's damn um fighting you off or saying no and things like that like how do you even want to go through with that that that's what I always wonder when I hear stuff about you know stuff like this it's just it's just really fucking weird I I don't know um but yeah, but I hope these ladies get justice. And, um, from my understanding, like this is not even all of them, you know? So I don't know. So uh, as far as like allegations, so I don't know, but let's move on to ASAP Rocky. So I didn't talk much about, I don't think I've talked about him yet. Um, so we saw a couple weeks ago, the internet went crazy saying that, you know, uh, it was the rumor put out that he had cheated on Rihanna, which came back that that was untrue. The guy apologized. I will say this much, like when I saw that, I immediately was like, nah, I don't believe that shit. Like, because I'm really honestly rooting for him, you know, and not just because like, you know, we all love Rihanna and and we do, but it's just like, she speaks so highly of him. You know, you can tell that she glows when she sees him. They seem very genuinely happy with each other. She's been glowing this whole entire pregnancy. Like I, I always feel like, you know, when a woman's pregnant, especially, you know, you should always protect your women. But I think especially when they're pregnant, they're so fragile. Like this is not a time for shenanigans. You know, it's a time to really pour into love, pour into them because women go through so much. You know, when I was around my sister, when she was pregnant, 
even though my sister was out here, you know, still working out and being superwoman. I mean, it was crazy. Like, it's crazy when you sit and like really watch, you know, a woman transition from, you know, at the beginning of the pregnancy to the end, you know, and Rihanna looks like she's about to pop. So like nobody needs this shit. Right. So when they got back from Barbados, he was immediately met with um, like the feds or whatever. Uh, and they arrested him for a shooting that occurred in November of 2021, I believe. My thing is, my thoughts when I first saw it was, I was like, damn, because, you know, when the shooting, you know, happened or whatever, Rihanna was pregnant. And I, and like, I, and obviously like, I think personally he's going to get off because it seems like it's swaying that way. I'm not really even sure why it was that he was indicted, but apparently somebody has said that he was there. So I don't know if it's like full evidence that he was the one to shoot or was he just there at the shooting? So I think that's what they're trying to figure out. But even when I saw when he got arrested, like it was kind of crazy to see like they, I watched a video of them at his house and they were like searching his house. And it was like so many fucking police officers out there. You would have thought that like, it was some, I don't know, like a damn drug bust or some shit. Like that's what it looked like, you know? And so, um, I think the charge that they booked him for was assault with a daily weapon. I want to say, and apparently they're, they're saying that he shot, um, at someone and the bullet grazed the guy's arm or I mean, grazed his hand or something like that. Um, I know this week they did, uh, take some guns from his house and they, they, uh, did the ballistic on it to, I guess, see if the bullet that was found matching any of the guns. And so I saw this week that it came back that none of his guns were a match. So that's good because honestly, like, you know, I don't know what goes through people's minds when they get themselves in trouble, you know, when like literally just, you know, stay out the fucking fray and, and take your ass home. But it could also be wrong place, wrong time. I'm not really sure. Right. And I honestly, truly consent and say like, um, I actually hope that, you know, he didn't do these things. And like, this is something that would just pass over because I, I really felt for, you know, Rihanna, cause apparently she was there when he got arrested and all of that. And nobody wants to have the stress of dealing with this stuff and him pending like you know potentially not being here in any kind of capacity with the birth of the birth of their first kid and I know it's not all about that but that's the first thing that came to my mind was like damn like you know you don't want to miss this stuff you know because the first year goes by so fast and you don't want to miss this stuff over some stupid shit that you could have avoided you know that's my opinion like stay your ass at home man and then at this point I talked about this yesterday with a set of friends and I'm like when you get to a certain point in life you know you got to start taking inventory of the people that you're around, you know, because it could be wrong place, wrong time. He was with people that started shooting up shit. I don't really know. Right. So I don't really know what happened, but I know if it was Mika, you know, um, there's been times that I've had to make shifts in my life and like, you know, not really be around people that was on some shit that I wasn't on anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes you have to make shifts and if people don't shift in a line with you, it's okay to, not hang as much or not hang with them at all if you know your life is moving into a different purpose in a different season so I don't know I don't know but I just hate that because it's just unnecessary you know so hopefully you know uh it comes out that he wasn't involved and maybe he was just there um I don't know but I hope so I hope so
Okay, so what's next? Have y'all been keeping up with this Black China Kardashian case? Um, so this case is actually interesting. I haven't been keeping up much. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of any of the people involved, so I don't really pay them much mind. But I will say, um, I was surprised when Black China sued them, and I think she sued them for 150 million dollars, stating that um, the family basically uh, stopped her from having her TV show and stopped their deal basically making her lose out on money. And I think she was, you know, um, suing them from defamation, but the case is still going on. But what's the stuff that's coming out that I've been paying attention to has been absolutely crazy. Like, I actually wonder why, I wonder her thought, Black China, as I'm talking about, her thought process, if it, it seems like from what everything's been coming out in court, they had a really volatile relationship, a very toxic relationship on the hands of her being the abuser to him. Um, she admitted that she held a gun to his head that didn't have bullets in it and said that she just did that as a joke. I don't know what kind of fucking joke that is, but I was horrified when, you know, she said that, um, Kylie, you know, testified talking about how she tried to fight, uh, Tyga when they were together. And so it seems like, and obviously we've seen black trying to be physical before, but I don't really know how this case was going to ever really help her if she knew that she had some volatile moments. So, you know, their rationale for wanting to sever the show and things like that and wanting them to break up was because she was beating his ass for one and two, like, you know, it was a very toxic, tumultuous relationship. Like I saw this week that uh, Kim was dropped out of it. They said that she was clear of everything. And honestly, I just think that I don't think that Black China is going to win anything. I really don't. I don't think this makes her look good at all. And I will tell people like, you know, he, uh, Rob spoke out and said that, um, you know, when they got engaged, he really didn't want to, he wasn't in love with her at the time, but it was the low point in his life. And I, I do believe that, you know, and he has spoken out about some of his mental health issues. And I do believe that, you know, um, you can be in a season in your life to where you make really dumb fucking decisions. And that could be getting into a relationship with somebody, um, you know, they don't really make sense. This what it seems like is the case. I, I've had situations where I've, you know, entertained people that I would never in a million years today ever entertain, but just sometimes you're in a season of just, well, you know, whatever it is that you're going through or whatever you saw at the moment. But, um, I don't know. Uh, that, that case is kind of weird. It's kind of almost the same lines of, um, Johnny Depp and, um, Amber Heard. I'm not sure if y'all are paying attention to that. Uh, I've been popping into that a little bit too, because it's just insane. And it's, it's so fucking toxic. And when they both talk about the things they did to each other, cause neither one of them to me look good at all. Like it seemed like Johnny Depp was toxic and it seems like Amber was toxic. When, what it made it seem like to, what, what I'm still trying to understand in graphs is, they did all this shit to each other, right? Like, I mean, he said she threw a bottle at him, cut off a slice of his finger, you know, she shit in his bed, all types of shit um, that they did to each other. When was there a point in the relationship that they decided to call it quits? Like, I wonder what was the final straw? Because I, I haven't gotten to that point yet of how they broke up. You know, like, they they weren't even married that long, and it just seems like they truly hate each other. Um so I don't know. I mean, this is another example. I think, you know, people get together and it, it's, I don't know, it could be a season in your life, but it's just really odd because they really genuinely seem like 
they hate each other. If you're if you're actually even popping in a little bit on that on that trial or whatever. But Amber basically um, tried to say that he was abusive to her and all of this. And so he actually took her to court for defamation because, I mean, he's basically lost all of his shit. He lost Pirates Caribbean. He was dropped from uh, Fantastic Beasts, the Harry Potter series. And um, yeah, so he's trying to like basically clear his name and all this shit is coming out in court. And it's just insane on both of their parts. I'm just like, I don't know. It's crazy out here. All right. So the last real thing I had to talk about was the Meg Thee Stallion interview that she did with Gail. Um, I thought the interview was really, very well good. Uh, you know, I'm a Meg fan, but I think that, uh, in this case, um, I think the Meg and Tori situation has always been weird to me because it's almost like, um, everybody has wanted her to be wrong in some kind of way. Like they, they like, okay. What I, what I mean by that is it's like, Every time something comes out in regards to this Meg Thee Stallion case, right? Like in general. And and honestly, this is the first time she's really talked. He's the one that's been talking when he's not really supposed to, right? So it's like every anytime that she does something or something comes out, it's always like, well, what does she do? Or, you know, like, like some reason that she has to be the reason that, you know, he shot her, right? And I'm seeing her like, when is it ever a reason that you shoot a woman, Right. And we saw her feet. We saw that she was shot, you know. So now they're saying like, you know, she basically said that she, she, which we already knew, like she said that, you know, she was trying to protect him because she was worried that the cops was going to do something to him or, you know, maybe retaliate against him. So she was scared. So she lied, you know, and then, um, you know, she was trying to just kind of protect him in a sense. And, say that like nothing happened and she was like you know she regret doing it and she shouldn't have done that so she does take ownership for saying like you know i was afraid and i was afraid for him too like is is fucked up shit that he did she i still was you know didn't want him to be hurt or something like that because the cops had came so then she um the then then people were all like oh well they had an intimate relationship she said they didn't he said they did i don't really think it really matters though um I don't think it matters if she slept with him or not. Like, what does that have to do once again with him assaulting her? So it's like, these are the things that people are like throwing out saying like, oh, she's a liar. She's a liar. She's a liar. Um, but he still shot her. So I don't, I don't see where that allegedly he shot her. So I don't see where, what that, what does it matter is what I'm trying to figure out. Then it's like, you know, I've seen things where people are saying, well, how does she get to talk and he doesn't? Well, he was legally ordered to not by the judge, like not talk about the case and all of that because they, you know, obviously were going to court and all that, but he also was slandering Megan. So she wasn't saying anything at the beginning. He was. So then he was ordered to do that because he's the one that is, I mean, he's the, um, the one that's getting prosecuted. So it's a different scenario. So now that, you know, he keeps putting these narratives out. I think that's what made her be like, okay, I'm going to go and, you know, do it my way and speak on the situation. Like, you know, I, I see a woman that is, you know, she's young, you know, she just graduated. She's trying to do a lot of things. She lost, you know, her mom and she's been through a lot. And I think she's probably trying to navigate the shit the best way she can. But, you know, I don't, I just don't understand how we live in a world where things can happen to a person, but then we always seek to want to know what the other side did. 
Like I've seen, and especially against women, like I've seen where people can be physically assaulted by a man. And then the first thing you hear is, well, what does she do? But what does it matter what she did? Right. And, and she probably did nothing, but either way, what does it matter if she did something at all? Cause when should you ever be physically violent to someone else? And and this is me saying this in reverse too, as far as like women to men, because obviously I, I just spoke about black China case and she was beating Rob's ass. So obviously, you know, I think that any kind of physical, whatever shouldn't take place. But I always wonder why, when it's a woman that's getting assaulted, like, why is it always like, well, what else happened? Like, you know, like giving this man a, a, a out, you know? Um, I, I, I hate that this is dra- dragged out so much. Like, uh, I'm not sure when they're going to court for this, but I think the reason why some of this stuff is so dragged out because I mean, he's keeps violating his, um, his case. And so, you know, I just wish you would kind of go to trial because I think you would get more of the insides of what happened and just so she can get peace, you know, and both of them get peace, you know, whatever that they feel like they need to do. But I think it's odd that, um, people want to hate Megan Stein so much. And I don't really, I don't really get that. You know, um, I feel sorry for her. I truly do. Um, I don't know. Um, but I thought the interview was, was good. You know, I think that she has a right to tell her story and, I don't see anything, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, um, we live in crazy times. I, I, I'm not a big social media. Um, I try to be, you know, because I have this pod and I have, um, other things going on, like, you know, where I need to be more present online, but it is the most toxic environment you can never be a part of to where people really brainwash themselves to really believe some of the narratives that's put out there. And it can be really heartbreaking and it can be especially heartbreaking for a woman, right? Because you should never feel like that you have to protect somebody else, you know, um, like, and when I say by protect somebody else, but like beyond yourself, like I, you know, the fact that she got shot and you see her limping around and you know, I mean, her feet look fucking horrible, but she still was trying to protect this man and everything else. Like she didn't owe him that, you know, and she doesn't owe us anything either. Like she doesn't owe us explanations either. Right. Um, I don't know. I just think it's unfortunate. Um, all right. So, um, before I get out of here, I want to see if you guys watched the Viola Davis interview that she did with Oprah that's on Netflix in regards to her new book, um, finding me. Um, I watched it. I'm a big Viola Davis fan. I can't wait to read the book. I'm probably going to buy a copy of the book and I'm probably going to listen to the audio book, um, because she is narrating it. So I would love to hear, uh, her, um, her do it, uh, her reader book. But, um, it was a few things that I got from that interview. Like she talked about how she grew up in a plantation home. They actually showed a picture of the home, which I was like, wow. Cause it was like five of them. And she had a really, you know, hard life, you know, sexual assault. Um, they were really poor, um, like beyond poor, uh, you know, and she basically talked about, um, it was one part that stuck out to me when she was like, you know, how people tell you to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. And she was like, you know, that's kind of hard to do if you don't even have a boot. And, and I, and I just look at her and see so much resilience, but I always think about, and, and it, this is not always the case per se. Cause I think when you grow up really poor, you could either go one or two ways. Like you can either stay in that cycle, you, you know, and can't find a way out or have no abilities to get out, you know, cause sometimes you could just be really, 
you know, um, part of just the system. And then you see the people kind of like Viola. That's like, you know, she saw that she had a gift and she's like, this is going to be my way out. I just need to keep doing this, keep pressing, you know, get into college and, you know, just keep trying. And, and I mean, you've seen so much like resiliency. Like she talked about just eight, nine years ago that, and mind you, Viola Davis is absolutely beautiful. Like she talked about how people were telling her like, you know, you're black and you know, you're ugly and no one wants you. And I just think that's crazy. And I know it happens. And, you know, um, I love that she talked about her journey in therapy and how, you know, she had so much trauma and basically once she started having breakthroughs in therapy, like you, she basically started seeing like, you know, a shift, but I love that people are vocal about, you know, their journeys in therapy and things they needed to do because we as people can be only as strong as possible, but we do need tools to help us, you know, uh, get through some of the things that we've, you know, experienced in life. And, you know, she was just full of just, you know, like I stated, resiliency and just hard work and just seeing where she is. She's the most decorated black actress we've ever seen, um, especially in this generation. Um, I think she's phenomenal. I can't wait to dive into the book, but I definitely wanted to, you know, suggest that to y'all to check out. But, um, I don't know, man, it's just, I, I, I look at that and I think about that and I think, you know, I love memoirs from the standpoint of like, those are what's always like, kind of like pushed me, you know, I didn't have a lot of things growing up and, you know, and I didn't have, a uh, certain, you know, uh, what's the word I can say, um, just people around me to really kind of like push me into certain directions. But, and so I had to find a lot of inner strength to, you know, know to like, okay, you know, I need to go to college. I need to make something for myself. And I think the things that stopped me from just completing ruining myself was that, um, I knew that if I didn't succeed in life, like I basically had nowhere to go. You know, I grew up in a small town. Like I knew I didn't want to go back there. And, um, yeah. so that's what pushed me every single day to, you know, do my work, you know, work hard, um, and not, you know what I'm saying? Flunk out and shit like that, you know, or just get myself in trouble or something like that. Because, um, you know, I knew that I didn't have anything or anybody to fall back to fall on. And, um, so I, I think that that makes a difference, uh, a lot of times when and it helps with your drive. And I'm not saying like, it's anything wrong. If like, you know, you do have people that support you and stuff like that. But sometimes I feel like, um, the people that, that had a little struggle opposed to the people that had less struggle. Sometimes it's, uh, you could just tell the difference in like their, their work ethic and drive. Not always, but sometimes I feel that way. You're a lot more hungrier, but I like the fact that she talked about, you know, how she had to work on forgiveness. She had to, you know, do a lot of healing to get to where she is. And she seems genuinely, you know, happy, but she still has those voices in her head. Like she talked about, um, how she thought that when she got to a pinnacle on her, in her career and got to a certain level, like level she is now, she thought that it was going to just automatically give her this joy and it didn't. And so she's still working, you know, on that joy. And so I don't know, it just seemed really honest and she was really passionate. So I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to read it. Um, but that's all I have for the hot topic this week. Um, I don't know if I missed anything, but I think this was everything. Um, so let's see, uh, don't forget to follow the show. Um, make sure you follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter, IGMT podcast. You can find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. Don't forget if you want to be a part of the book book club, email me. 
ijmtpodcast at gmail.com or you want to be part of the show or you have any feedback you can definitely email me you can find the show on spotify soundcloud apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find the show streaming your your podcast i mean streaming and uh let's see like always i thank you so much for listening it's mika here and i appreciate you